Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some trail mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. Trail mix, comma, remix. Shake it up. Mary, we're shaking it up, okay? We haven't chatted. Well, we've chatted. We've even been together in person, but we haven't had a trail mix podcast with our friends for almost, what, five months? Five months? Crazy. It's been a while. You know, I was thinking about it. It was so interesting. Over the pandemic, I mean, there was not a lot to do. And so it was this wonderful escape to talk every week. And here it's been five months and it's been, we've had this scheduled and rescheduled multiple times. And now that the pandemic is sort of over, it's like life has come rushing back in. And that's crazy even to try to find time to schedule to talk to each other. I know the good news is we've been keeping up to date through snippets and, but then we felt, and we have heard from some of our podcast friends, where are you? And that has warmed my heart because you wonder, like, does anybody like care or notice or, so that's been fun. And every time it's been, oh, okay, well, we're going to put out another one next week. And then we end up not being able to do it or not Mm -hmm. being able. So it is kind of crazy, but I'm actually excited about it because we're, we're on the one hand back by popular demand. I'm going to say, how's that? (laughs) But no, I mean, we both have missed it and we want to do it, but I think it's made us pause and say, we're now going to remix it and shake it up. That when we have something that we really get excited to share, talk about that we feel like just deserves a podcast, then we're going to do it, but we're not going to be on a set schedule. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I think that is fun. That's who we are. The next version of Trail Mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, it is the, the remix. It won't be weekly, but who knows? I mean, gosh, it could be every day. We could just decide there's just so much to talk <laughs> right. about, or there could be five months that go by. So it's going to be a little less consistent, but still hold it out there because it it's fun. Right. And again, very topical, non-topical. Mm-hmm. So when something jumps up, we're not trying to stay within some category or subject, which is why we both enjoy doing this so much. Right. That we're somewhat all over the place in a trail mix <laughs> kind of way. We're That's a right. hot we're mess. We're being true to let's, our name. Right. Let's just get it out there. We're a hot mess yeah, and well, we love it. Embrace right. it. Fruits, so, sweets, and nuts. Right. That's us. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So we'll, since we haven't, I mean, this seems a long time ago that we both, and we haven't even really spent a lot of time 
talking about our words for the year. We okay. both love words and yep. we love words for the year. So five months in, I guess we'll do a little bit of it's only three what is your word? In. Yeah. What is your word for the year? And how are you doing embracing mm-hmm. your word for the year? So my word this year is faith. Um, just kind of growing in faith. Um, and I love, so I saw this little, um, picture that said it has it has a, a a finger with a mustard seed on it and I looked Ooh. it up a mustard seed is like 0.1 inch in diameter so 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 it kind of reminds me of maybe a grain of salt and it and the what it says on there so you have a finger and one mustard seed and it says step back I have a mustard seed and I'm not afraid to use it so <laughs> my goal that. is to grow in faith this year. Um, and I saw something, another funny quote that said, faith is like Wi-Fi. It's invisible, but it has the power to connect you to what you need. So mm. it, it is, it is, you know, having faith. And one of the things I always love to do when I have a word for the year is kind of go through the Bible and find verses that um, talk about that word, and there are lots and lots and lots and lots of them. And then I print them up, maybe 10 to a page, and then I put them in front of me and I kind of rotate them throughout the year. Um, so I, I think it's the um, just the reminder, no matter what is going on, to have faith. Um, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Um, and I remember there's also a story in the Bible of someone that Jesus talks to and that person said, yes, I believe, help my unbelief. And I think we're all in kind of that stage of, yeah, I believe, but there's some things I don't believe or I struggle with when things are hard. So that's my word for the year is just to Mm. be more, uh, convicted, steadfast, uh, persevere, have faith when things get scary and, and not to fall apart quite so quickly. Um, but just to, you know, when you think about how small a mustard seed is and Jesus said, if you had faith, the size of a mustard seed, you could say to that mountain move. That's pretty compelling. So you don't need much. (laughs) Right. Right. And, and that it, so small can be so powerful Mm -hmm. if we unleash it, Mm -hmm. but we don't, you know, tap into it. So, um, I know sometimes I'll talk about Tim Keller and one of his sayings that I like so much is that most of us live in this, you know, space and continuum between doubt and faith. Mm -hmm. And he, and I think that's so true, but yet how do we consistently grow to the point that we're more towards the faith side of the continuum than the doubt side. And don't let the fact that you are going to have doubts, of course, is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have days that are heavier to, you know, doubt and lean more towards doubt. But then how can you quickly turn on that? My screensaver on my phone is... um, also is one of my favorites about faith. And it says, faith is not knowing what the future holds, but knowing who holds the future. Mm, So that's such a a good one too. And not letting the day to day. So I, my word 
is a little old fashioned. I went <laughs> with not um, a word that's used a lot and that in every day, which is why I got excited about it. And I just kept reading things and the word came out. So I thought, okay, I think I'm really supposed to focus on this word and it's behold. Oh, wow. And I like it for so many reasons. <laughs> I mean, one, because it's see and observe, and you know my issues, Mary, that I tend to do life a little fast and I miss mm-hmm. seeing and observing. Yeah. So one, it's a call to stop and, you know, look around and don't miss, you know, the God sightings, what mm-hmm. God is doing all around you. But even with relationships and different things, you know, mm-hmm. how do we, and then some of the definitions go a little more towards like, you know, remarkable or impressive, mm-hmm. like behold, you know, this mm-hmm. is like, you think it's such a strong word. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I think you wait for big things and there are big things happening around you, but then again, there's things that might go unobserved. So, mm-hmm. um, I was excited about behold, and it makes me want to pay attention. And also, I just think when you separate the word, it's be and hold. So I want to try to be, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then hold on to things and move it and carry it forward. And like you, I always then um, will have some things that back it up. And one of my favorites is um, out of Isaiah, and they're using it saying, um, you know, it's behold, I am doing a new thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we get Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. entrenched in, well, this is just the way it is. And, you know, it's never going to change. And again, back to that, either whether that brings up doubt or just, you know, you're depressed because it's, so how can you move yourself through that? And again, you know, another one of the things that's always been taught is the only way out is through. Mm -hmm. So I think by beholding, we can move through something. Mm -hmm. And then one of the, you know, famous, a lot of people have heard the scripture before from Revelations, you know, 320 about behold, I stand at the door and knock. Mm -hmm. And if anyone lets me in, I will come in and eat with him. And you are invited into eat with, um, the Lord. So it's such a great, um, you know, and oftentimes it'll even be used twice, like behold, behold, which is an (laughs) emphasis on it. Yeah. So, um, so that's my word. I really like it. And, you know, as you were saying that, I do, I do think of the, uh, be and holding. So it's like, uh, you know, I can see a sunset and go, oh, that's pretty and go on with my day or I can stop and almost hold it, hold it in my hands, hold it in my heart, hold it in my head. Behold the sunset to really mm. embrace it. Or, you know, you're taking a walk and you see something really pretty, a flower or an animal, and I can either walk right by it or I can stop and truly behold it emotionally, mentally, intellectually. Just spend a moment being fascinated by... Um, what it is and the delicacy and the creator who made it. We, we were at a, um, 
a nursery not too long ago. And it, golly, I mean, you can go through and, and just kind of think about all the stuff that's there, all the flowers, all the plants, or you can really behold them with your eyes and your heart and go, this is unbelievable. I mean, the, the, the creation of it and the beauty of it and the delicacy of it. So I think, I, I just think of that as beholding because we do, you know, it seems like life goes faster, 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 and we're always rushing. And I think we forget to behold things and we're missing a lot of the beauty of life. Mm. The only thing I do have to tell you I'm struggling with is the last couple of years, my word, I then try to use it where, because then it brings it to mind for oh. me and I <laughs> feel like I'm sharing it right in conversation. So I have cracked up because a couple times I thought, oh, I'll just throw it out there. Will you feel oh, crazy? No. I'll be like, behold, that's really <laughs> beautiful. And somebody stares at me like, Oh my no. gosh. Like, did she mean to say that? Like, what did she just say? I mean, it doesn't, it's not a no, natural word. Not conversational. No. Right. But yes. that's, I think that was one of the things that drew me to it. So I've just had to, you right. know, I was drawn to it because right. I thought, oh, okay, well, this will be great. But I had to kind of let go of, I'm going to use it. In conversation. Behold the menu that we have at this restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Behold, and Mary, what a day. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah this Maybe in your journaling. You could do a lot right. of beholding in your journaling and other <laughs> right. people won't look at you strange. Right. I dare you to try to use it tomorrow. That's my that's my challenge for all of our podcast oh, friends. Oh my gosh. Use yeah. the word behold <laughs> somehow luck. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop it in in a casual conversation. See how that goes down. No. Yeah. Not not a typical conversational word. Okay. But speaking of conversations, I have been holding this. So the last couple times that we've talked, I haven't wanted to tell you about this because I wanted to wait. Okay. For um for our next trail mix that we were together. So I read this book um that what is the name of the book? It's called No Cure for Being Human. And okay. it's by Kate Bowler and somebody or Bowler, I'm not sure how to say her last name, but um how to somebody recommended it. And it's pretty um she has this great style. You might agree with some of it, not other, but she's very funny. Well, at the end was this list of cliches that we hear, mm -hmm. that we've heard our whole life and we accept as truth. Uh -huh. And she kind of debunks them <laughs> and basically says, well, it, I don't know if I was just in the right mood or whatever. I have laughed so hard about this. And speaking of things that then come to mind in a conversation. Mm -hmm. So now anytime somebody uses it, mm -hmm. I think of this counter. So I'm going to try them out on you. Okay. okay are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it was a list of, I don't know, like 10, 20, but I'm doing the top five that just cracked me up. Okay. So one was be present. Okay. So everyone says, you know, be present, yes. be in yeah. the moment. Don't right. be. And she says, it's really more complicated than that. And her quote is that we toggle between the past, the present, and the future for good reason. And then she goes on to explain, you know, basically, we should learn from our past and bring that forward so that we don't maybe do the same thing. And then the present, yes, you want to be present, but you also need to think about the future so that you don't, you know, set yourself up to succeed. So that one was pretty like, okay. 
So <laughs> taking why are you laughing? What, what, well, because it's such a nice thing to say, be present, and she's just completely complicated it. Oh, it gets and, better. Okay. <laughs> it gets better. Okay, okay, so the next one, this is great. No regrets. Mm-hmm. So people will say, I'm going to live my life with no regrets. Not, uh, no right? regrets. Right. And she says, this one is more serious, that facing the past is part of facing the future. <laughs> There's Which a theme like. here. Yeah, okay. no, there's a totally. Okay. Right. <laughs> now, this one you'll get a kick out of. Um, make every minute count. Okay. Okay, so today, Mary, make yes. every minute count. She doesn't describe it. She just says this about it. Life is unpredictable. You're a, a person, not a certified accountant. <laughs> oh, count, as in counting money. Right. So oh, it's gosh. make every minute count. She I thought says, she was going to say something a- about you have minutes in your past and you have minutes in your future. <laughs> no, and so- no, no. Okay. Life is unpredictable. You're a person, not you're a not certified a account. accountant. <laughs> okay, then. So do so- certified accountants make every minute count? Well, they're <laughs> counting every minute for I guess sure. So. Okay. And then carpe diem, mm-hmm. you know, seize the day. Yes. So her quote next to that is carpe diem. I mean, unless you need a nap, then nap. <laughs> so instead of like seize the moment, I mean, the point Take is a nap. Like, you're not going to just live every minute of your life like larger than life a hundred million miles that one really spoke to me because it's like take a deep breath don't right. put so much seize weight on every minute so i wonder what seize the nap would mean i mean because that's <laughs> yeah, what exactly. latin's carpe diem so it's carpe something carpe nap right yeah right okay okay instead of everything is possible mm-hmm. ask instead what is possible today? So that sort of goes the opposite of, of ask, the ask other way. what is possible went. today and then carpe diem. <laughs> right, and then take a nap. <laughs> and then, no, that's right. seize the day. So see what your possibilities are. Carpe, carpe, so uh, see what your possibilities are. Carpe diem and make every minute count. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> to be it's present. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to end with one that for all oh. of us. Okay. Because people sometimes act like some things like this are in the Bible or something, and they're no. not. Yes. So let go and let God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her her quote from next to that one, <laughs> God loves you, but he won't do your taxes. Oh, yes. That's why you need the accountant. <laughs> we have to go back right. to right. every moment counts. But it is funny. Like sometimes, I mean, have you yes. ever known somebody that will just be... Like they almost sort of throw their hands up and, you know, back to your word, like about faith and, you know, that should move us forward. I mean, not to get too serious about it, but it is, you know, like let go and let God, like, okay. Right. Right. I mean, it's not a throwaway line or one of the others, I didn't put this on the list, but it was interesting is um, she was talking about the whole... God won't give you anything more than you could handle. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really more about <laughs> he's going to be with you right. and carry you through it. Right. But the reason we, I found that I need to grow my faith right. and that my trust in God <laughs> is because I can't handle things. Exactly. 
Exactly. Well, but it is from, funny that people say that. Yeah, and from your comment about, you know, you got to move forward. Martin Luther King said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. So oh. you you got to take a step. You know, it's too many people want to see the whole staircase, the whole destination, the whole plan, and you got to move. So, yes, I, I think there is... Aren't those the, good? Yeah. They're very thought-provoking, and those are very current sayings. I mean, I think right. they're all good sayings. I probably use them all. Um, but, yes, it's it's always good to kind of have a, a contrarian position on, <laughs> right. okay, yes, but. Um, so well, we don't use them. made me think them. a little more about how I use cliches. Yes. yes. Or even, yeah. like I heard a pastor once that said, you know, prayer is powerful. Mm-hmm. So be careful when you say to someone, <laughs> you know, I'm going to pray <laughs> about that or right. I'm going to, okay, right. Right. you're really committing to that. But I think, yes. you know, so often we want to have something right. to say and we're not sure, well, would you be better off to listen and not try to have the answer instead of throwing out there like, no regrets. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to yeah. live. Well, okay. Yeah. What does that really mean? Well, I mean, yeah, what are you even kind of saying? A superficial response to someone at right. times. It, it It's not very thoughtful or empathetic. It's just let go of that God. It's like, well, nice and easy for you to say, but no. So it, it I think we have to be careful with them. Um, but yes, it's, it's fun. It's fun to go a little deeper than, um, just what the phrase is and what we think it means. Right, right. That is And funny. how we use it. So you can just picture me walking it. around in the year 2023 using right. the word beholding Behold. conversation. Right. And then anytime somebody says, like, make every minute count, right. I'm going to go, yes, um, why are you a certified right. accountant? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're going to have a lot of friends by the end I know, of this exactly. year. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be an interesting year. So funny. So funny. Well, one of the things that's happened since we were together is that we have a tradition in our house where when a grandchild turns five, because I have to go to Orlando so often, they come with me. Of course, mom wants to come too. And they get their day at Disney. And so this time um, we took uh, the youngest, who is five, And, um, well, first of all, we kind of cheat a little bit because the very first day that we fly in, we go to Disney Springs, um, which isn't really a Disney theme park, but don't tell her that because it's got Disney in the name and there's a big (laughs) Disney store and there's a big Lego store and there's a little train and there's a very little carousel. And so if you've never been to Disney World, you think you're there. And I am not going to change her mind. So she thought that was the first Disney day, um, which was fine with me because it cost me a whole lot less. And then the next day we went to the Magic Kingdom. And, you know, she did all the typical rides, Small World, Dumbo, Aladdin's Magic Carpet, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. I mean, it was a beautiful day. And we had a great time. But there were two things that happened that were... um, just kind of really fun and amazing. One was we went to the um, the tiki room and, you oh, know, always room. done the tiki room. I mean, just an old standard. Classic. Um, and so we went in and, you know, she wasn't sure about these singing birds and the thunderstorm. Um, but actually the, the biggest thing that had an impact on her was that they, the totem poles, 
sing and speak. And she looked at me and she said, they all have really sharp teeth. And she got really upset. And when she went back to school, um, people said, so how was your day at Disney? And she said, I cried in the tiki room. And you think, <laughs> okay, great. You know, that was her whole remembrance of uh, Disney. But the, the, the best part about it, and, and it was really wonderful because, you know, we have a lot of Disney colleagues who all bemoan um, how the company isn't the way it used to be and it's not run the same way and we're concerned and all of that. Well, if you have all those feelings, all you have to do is take a five-year-old. Right. Because you see the look in their eyes. Well, for this five-year-old, her favorite princess is Rapunzel. And she had a little Rapunzel shirt on. And so we did the line for meet and greet to see Rapunzel. And I mean, she just about fell apart when she saw her. I mean, life changing. It was just like, <gasps> I mean, she, I mean, it just, you could just see it in her eyes. Well, so that was wonderful. But the best part about it, and this was something I have never experienced at Disney before. So we were walking around the park early afternoon and Rapunzel was out and about and she saw uh, Claire's shirt and she came up to her. Okay, now Claire is just heart's beating fast again. And she acknowledged her that, you know, I, I, you know, I'm so excited that you're, you have me on your shirt. And, you know, Rapunzel has this little, um, lizard called Pascal and on the shirt was Rapunzel and Pascal. And this Rapunzel said to Claire, I see you have Pascal on your shirt. You know what? I've lost him. Have you seen him? And Claire got just big eyed. No, I haven't seen Pascal. And the uh, Rapunzel said, well, as you go around the park today, please look and see if you can find him. Okay. Bye-bye. And off she goes. All right. For the next hour and a half, it didn't oh. matter what we were doing. Claire was talking about Pascal. Where could he be? Could he be in the castle? Where do you think he went? I hope he didn't run away. I mean, there's a monologue about Pascal. Well, thankfully, about two hours later, we're again walking in the park and Rapunzel is out and Rapunzel comes up to her again and Claire goes running up to her and says, how have you found Pascal? And Rapunzel said, yes, I have. Would you like me to show you where he is? Of course, you know, Claire was, yes, 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 I want to see, I want to see. And so Rapunzel took her over to the side of a building where there were some flower boxes of like on the second story. And she said, if you look at the far flower box to the left and you look under the flower box, you will see Pascal. And sure enough, there was a Pascal there. And so Claire felt like she was part of this glorious adventure to find Pascal with Rapunzel. All right, just cherry on the top. So we had probably another couple hours in the park and did some other things. Of course, the chatter continued. Now we're so glad we found Pascal. And before we left, it's now getting dark, I said to Claire, okay, we probably can do one more thing because, you know, we're going to have to leave soon. And she said, I want to go back and see if Pascal is still there. And I said, well, you might not be able to see him because it's just getting dark. No, I have to go see if he's still there. We walk all the way back across the park to see if he's there. And yes, he is there. It's hard to see him, but he is there. 
And that whole experience, that interaction with one princess mm. to for this one little girl is going to be her story of a lifetime. And that Rapunzel did not have to do that. She could have waved. She could have kept walking. She did not have to engage. She did not have to create this magical moment. And yet she did. This one little girl in a park full of people. I was so impressed. I mean, it really warmed my heart. Um, Yes, there are always things that could be better Um, but when magical moments like that happen, I mean, they are the memories, you know, when we were in marketing, it was always about, we have, you know, families come here because they want to create memories. And that was a created memory. Um, and just really impressive because again, I hadn't been in the park for probably, I don't know, four or five years. Um, but it was just such a sweet moment. It does warm your heart on so many levels. I mean, one, you're right. Rapunzel didn't have to do that and take the time and be so focused and, you know, dealing with thousands of people, but yet made it all so personal. And that makes you know the spirit is still alive in the cast members, which we used to always talk about having worked in guest services and guest letters and a lot of those areas that you know, the number one comment and isn't about attractions, isn't about, you know, the food, the merchandise, the, all those things. It's always those interactions. And like you said, those magical moments. So that just makes, you know, the spirit is alive. And then where you started by saying, you just see that these moments together, um, for families and kids specifically that it's still alive and well and, you know, see it through a five-year-old's eyes and it's all good. It's It's still out there. Well, and I like too, the third thing that really jumps in my mind is that we talk so much about story Mm -hmm. and that really brought the story alive to her, which from an imagination standpoint, and I mean, think about the next time she reads a good book or she sees a character in a, whether it's on TV or in a book or something that she can think about the story in a very 3D come to life way. It's so, oh my gosh, that gives me goosebumps. I love it. amazing. Well, behold, our time is up today. (laughs) Um, It's been wonderful to have our moments together. You talk about moments together. It's been fun after all these months just to reconnect. And there's still so much to talk about. So we'll have to plan our next one soon. Um, And so for all of our trail mix friends, it's great to be back. And um, we're excited about what the future holds for you and for us and for trail mix So um, celebrate this spring. Um, We will talk to you soon. And in the meantime, don't forget the chocolate. Or the popcorn. You can find all of our Trail Mix episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love you to rate and give us a review. And follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. To learn more about us, check out our new website, trailmixpod.com. 
It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. Oh, 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 o